So I'm going to read um, from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 14. Um, the birth of Jesus Christ. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinus was governor of Syria. And all went to be registered to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over the flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. We've got a reading that comes from Matthew chapter 2, starting at verse 1. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way. And behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy, and going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. 
Yeah. Woo, mommy. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. My name is Jared. I can say that because that's my wife. <laughs> uh, I'm the pastor here at High Wickham. Wonderful to have you with us uh, this evening. Please will you join me as we pray to begin. Lord God, thank you that you love us. Thank you that you sent your only son, Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, to come to this earth to rescue us. Lord, help us to see how Christmas is all about Jesus and help us to see how he is our only hope and Lord, help us to put our hope in him. We pray this in Jesus' name and for his glory. Amen. So I want to start by asking the question, what is Christmas really all about? What sorts of things come into your mind when you think of Christmas? Uh, I think that there are a few things that, that come to my mind when I think of Christmas, so I thought I would share those with you. One of them is the giving and receiving of gifts, uh, particularly when I was a kid, I think the, the receiving of gifts was, was more on my radar than the giving of gifts. Um, I'm not sure if there's anyone who can relate to that. But uh, when, we're, when we're small, I think particularly, there's a, there's a magic and a wonder that we feel as we think, oh, we're going to wake up on Christmas morning. There's going to be presents. We're going to open those up and see what, what amazing gifts we're, we're going to receive. I think as you get older, um, then, then you start to, to enjoy the, the giving of gifts more. I think that you, you can see a wonder on people's face as they receive a gift. Uh, but nevertheless, giving and receiving gifts is something we, we often do at Christmas and, and associate uh, with this time. Another thing that we uh, often associate with Christmas is family. Uh, many of us will have a, have a dinner with our family. Uh, maybe you would normally do that in this time slot, but you're here instead, which is great. So thanks for coming. Uh, maybe maybe you normally, I don't know, get in, maybe everyone gets new PJs. Maybe that's your family tradition and then you wear them and then you sleep in them over Christmas Eve and wake up and you're wearing them on Christmas Day. Maybe that's you. Or maybe you've got other family traditions like having a big lunch together or maybe you go to the beach. I don't know. There's, there's plenty of different family traditions that we can have. Uh, maybe for you, you spend time with close friends who are like family to you. Uh, but, but Christmas is a time that we also associate with family, isn't it? Uh, and, then, and then finally, uh, when you think about getting a lot of family together, well, I guess when you get a lot of people together anyway, there can be sometimes relationships that are a bit difficult. You know, maybe there's that, that one uncle or auntie, or maybe you are that one uncle or auntie, <laughs> uh, and things just get a bit interesting. There's, uh, there's some fireworks flying around. Uh, there's some friction. We've got to avoid that. that and, and, and Christmas is a time where people come together and they kind of, they kind of look past that, you know, the, and the, there's, there's, a, there's a peace there's a peace and, 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 and people get along with one another, perhaps whom they wouldn't get along with at other times of year. So when we think about those things, that those are just three things that came to my mind when I thought about Christmas. Thinking about the giving and receiving of gifts, uh, thinking about how we, we, we enjoy that, we find a great joy in that and associate that with Christmas. Family, how we find great joy in spending time with our family. Maybe you see loved ones you haven't seen in a while. And then, of, of course, as well, peace, uh, the, the, the reconciliation that we can see when people who otherwise wouldn't get along come together. Well, when you think about those three things, they actually all find their ultimate fulfillment in Jesus Christ. They find their ultimate fulfillment in him. And I'm going to show you how. Uh, and so you see in John chapter 3, verse 16, uh, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. You see there at the beginning, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. You see, Jesus is the most amazing gift ever. Um, yeah, we, we can have gifts that we thought, wow, this was amazing. I know when, when my dad waited in line to get me a Nintendo Wii, 
Uh, that was that was a pretty amazing gift. Um, um, yeah, giving a shout out to my dad. <laughs> he just said 12 hours. I don't think it was that long. <laughs> but but the greatest gift is actually Jesus. He is the greatest gift. He's the gift that the great God and Father who made this world, who loves us, he gave his one and only son, Jesus. He is the most amazing gift ever. God the Son, who came to this earth and who was born. Um, been talking to my daughter this week, explaining to her that Christmas is, is whose birthday? It's Jesus's birthday. And we've been talking about that at the dinner table. Uh, we don't know exactly the day that Jesus, the date that Jesus was born, but at Christmas time, we celebrate the fact that he was born. And we do that every year. And that's because Jesus is the most amazing gift ever. Jesus is God himself. And Jesus is God himself who became a man, who, who was born into this world so that he could rescue sinners like us, to rescue us from our rebellion against God. He is the most amazing gift ever. So not sure what's on your Christmas wish list this year, whether it's a, a new pocket knife or, you know, I don't know, a tennis racket. Jesus is the most amazing gift. He is, he's the one who, who, who offers us eternal life. Uh, and he's the one, the only one who can save us. So come to him today. Family. We see that family finds its ultimate fulfillment in Jesus Christ as well. You see, God offers those who received Jesus, the privilege of becoming his children. I'll read to you from John chapter 1, verses 11 and 12. He, talking about Jesus, came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. You see that? To all who receive Jesus and believe in his name, he gives the right to become children of God. That means that no matter what our family situation is, whether Christmas is a difficult time because we don't have any family around, or whether Christmas is a wonderful, joyful time because we do have lots of family around, or whether it's somewhere in between, the most amazing fulfillment of family comes in Jesus Christ, through whom we can be adopted into God's family. And thereby we can call God our Father, the one who made everything. We can call on him as our Father and know Jesus Christ personally and have his spirit live in us. So family finds its ultimate fulfillment in Jesus. And peace and reconciliation also finds its ultimate fulfillment in Jesus Christ. Now, when we have those uh, times at Christmas, which can be a bit frictiony and, and, and people get a bit tense and so on, um, I think sometimes it would be fair to say that what some people do is we just kind of sweep stuff under the carpet or look the other way or try not to, to engage with, with things that, that are difficult. The amazing thing about what Jesus did is that he didn't just kind of uh, sweep it under the carpet or paper over the cracks. No, he dealt with our sin. He dealt with our rebellion against God, our defiance against our creator. He dealt with by coming, by living the perfect life we could never live, by dying the death on the cross that we deserved and then rising powerfully from the dead. You see, Jesus is the one who can bring peace. A peace that is not just a, a fleeting peace or a kind of look the other way peace, but a real, lasting, forever peace. A forever peace that he brings between us and God and us and one another. Jesus is the one Christmas is all about. 
And and as you look at these things, you see, if you come back to our first question, what, what is Christmas all about? I think a, a better question is, who is Christmas all about? Christmas is really all about Jesus. He's the one who came to save us. He's the one who, who came to give us new life. He is the greatest gift ever. And he is the one through whom we can be adopted into God's family, uh, treated as one of God's own children by his grace as a gift from him. And he's the one who can restore us to a right relationship with God and with one another. That's Jesus. He's awesome. And we're all about him. And so uh, this is a great opportunity at Christmas to reflect on who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for us. He's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. And all of the things that we associate with Christmas find their ultimate fulfillment in him. He's the most amazing gift, the one who causes us to be brought into God's family by his grace if we receive him. And he's the one who alone can restore our broken relationships with God and with one another. You see, Jesus did that not, not superficially, but he got right to the heart of the issue by going to die on a cross to rescue us. Maybe, maybe this is the first you're kind of hearing of Jesus. Maybe for you, Christmas has just been, uh, maybe you've, you've associated some of the things we've been talking about with Christmas, but never really seen their ultimate fulfillment in Jesus. If that's you and you want to get to know Jesus more, that's fantastic. I'm so glad you're here. And, uh, and come back tomorrow, because tomorrow morning we're going to be here too. And we're going to look more into who Jesus is. Uh, we meet here on Sundays at 9.30. Um, but that's not the only meeting we have. Uh, we have. We have meetings that go on throughout the week. And so whatever age or stage you're at, we'd love to invite you to get to know Jesus more. Maybe, maybe you're someone who knows Jesus, uh, but you've had a bit of a tough time or something like that. Also, we'd love to invite you in and, and welcome you into the family. Or maybe you, you've just heard about Jesus tonight for the first time and thought, actually, you know what? My life's been missing that ultimate fulfillment that Jesus alone offers. I've been missing the hope of life forever with God because I've been living life my own way. If that's you, then I want to ask you tonight, I want to urge you to receive the gift that God's offering you. He's offering you salvation and life in Jesus Christ life forever, a perfect relationship with him, given uh, at the most immense cost to him, the infinite cost of Jesus' life given on the cross. Don't reject that gift, but do what John talks about and receive him, believe in his name, and enjoy being a child of God. I'm going to pray in a moment, and if you would like to do that, please join me as we pray these words. And if you do that, then I ask you to come and talk to me or your friend who brought you, or anyone you see here. And we would love to, to, to lead you uh, to, talk to talk to Jesus more, to pray with you more, and to encourage you to, to get stuck into his word. Would you pray with me, please? Lord Jesus, uh, we uh, have rejected you in so many ways in our lives. Lord, forgive us for doing that. Lord, thank you so much for the gift that Christmas is. Thank you so much. Uh, that as we look at these, these things that we enjoy about Christmas, thank you that their ultimate fulfillment is found in Jesus. Thank you that, Jesus, you are the most amazing gift ever. Thank you, Jesus, that in you we can be welcome into God's family and call on you, God, as our Father. And thank you, Jesus, that in you we can have true recon reconciliation and peace with you, God, and with one another. 
And we turn to you now and we ask for your grace. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.